Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the May 16th edition. The three things for today, one is a foolproof system to lose weight. The second is, as always, three quotes and an article that I highly recommend you read by Adam Grant. And finally, a longish, meandering article on whether we need to strength train to the exclusion of everything else. Is it the one-stop shop? Should we not do anything else at all? Is there a necessity for it? And well, my response to that. So, let's get on with it. A foolproof system to lose weight. Now, there are hundreds of reasons why we fail in our dietary goals, in our resolutions to eat better. Some of them involve just unsustainable practices, um, being too strict, not being intuitive in our eating approach, not able to balance just the larger aspects of life events with our cravings and all of it. But let's be more practical with this and the answer I'm going to give you eat three meals a day sure if you want it it can be two meals and a snack or if you're into intermittent fasting just two meals but let's look at the system eat three meals a day this means you have three eating windows. So if you're walking around and you pop open the fridge and like me, you stare at the fridge and hope for a delicious magical object to fly out and leap into your hands, well, you slowly wean yourself out of that habit. Why? Because Probably it's not mealtime for you to just go stare at the fridge, right? Or if you're in the habit of snacking here and there, most of the time we do it because we are bored. Really. So, stop doing things like that. Or if you're truly hungry, well, that means your previous meal was not proper. Investigate why that was. Should you add more protein to your meal? Should you add more vegetables to your meal? And it's okay. Go hungry for a little bit. It's not that big a deal. I'm not recommending that you starve. I'm just saying you ate. Sure, you didn't eat well enough. You can hold off for few more hours until your next meal. 
and fix it at your next meal. So back to the system, three meals a day, nothing between meals, nothing outside of the meals, <laughs> nothing before or after. So you wanna have, I don't know, a piece of candy. Well, that candy is part of that meal time. And I'm not saying put it on your plate, but it's not something that happens 30, 45 minutes after you finish your dinner. You want chips? Sure. Chips are part of the meal. Now, obviously, you can't eat chips and rice and expect to see progress. So you can fool the system, but are you fooling the system or are you fooling yourself is something I would ask. What this system tries to solve or what this simple guideline tries to solve is you being mindful about your eating. You make your meals more wholesome. You stop snacking because you're bored, because you're stressed, because you're sleep deprived, because you have cravings and you give in to them. And that's it. It is simple. It is powerful. The only thing standing in the way, well, is you staring at your fridge. All right. Let's go on to three quotes. Now, the first one's a slightly long one from an article Adam Grant wrote for the New York Times about languishing during the pandemic. I highly recommend you read this article onto the selected section. You can't heal a sick culture with personal bandages. We still live in a world that normalizes physical health challenges but stigmatizes mental health challenges. As we head into a new post-pandemic reality, it is time to rethink our understanding of mental health and well-being. Not depressed doesn't mean you are not struggling. Not burned out doesn't mean you're fired up. By acknowledging that so many of us are languishing, we can start giving voice to quiet despair and lighting a path out of the void. Black and white is a very binary way of thinking about things. So I love this article because that's the signal this sends. And it also sends something that being not at one end of the spectrum doesn't mean you are automatically at the other end of the spectrum, like he says. Not depressed doesn't mean you're not struggling. I think learning to name an emotion is powerful. When we name it and when we don't run away from it, it 
seems to lose its power. So, while being an introvert means my struggles over being locked in a house are not as terrible as say an extrovert who feeds off of other people's energy, it does not mean I'm thriving. And it is important for me to recognize that. And not just stop there. This is the reality. So what can I do that fits with this reality, that fits with these constraints, but still gives me the outcome that I am looking for? That's a positive angle I can work towards once I recognize where I am. All right, the second quote by Bruce Lee. What is amiss? I'll stop to mend and endure what can't be mended. Control the controllables. Okay something I wish to live by. On the final one, I didn't have enough to write a blog post out of it, but it's something I wanted to say. So this one's from me, a learning for myself, some, something I tell myself as often as I can, and I do forget to sometimes as well. Here it is. Practice. And during practice, allow yourself to make mistakes. Give yourself a mental hi-fi when you do well. And when you make a mistake, let it go. Not all reps will be good reps. And that's okay. When I train and if I make a smallish mistake, you know, to the outside it might look about the same, but to me I didn't I know push into the floor as well or squeeze my glutes as tightly or whatever. I used to quite often and now a lot less often go or shake my head or something. Well, I don't think that's useful. It definitely is not positive reinforcement. So I came up with my own antidote and the longish thing I mentioned about practice. Well, that's that. It is something I try to be mindful of when I train and when I'm working on my skill, and I think it's useful at a lot of other times as well. Well, those are the three quotes for today. And on to the last one. Do we strength train to the exclusion of everything else? Is strength training the only thing that you should do? Well, no. Strength training 
is a great foundation. It is a great base to build things on top of. Now that's my bias because it obviously has a lot to do with me growing up weak and skinny and small. But I don't think it is a bias without meaning. I still think strength training makes sense for all of us to stand on top of. Because, and let's take superficial stuff, it has a whole lot of carryover effect on other attributes. Power and speed, for example, are direct expressions of strength. Strength in a short burst is you know, essentially speed and power. You want to run faster? Well, getting stronger up to a certain limit will help. Or let's take endurance. Strength and endurance are not disconnected they are at two ends of a continuum strength being say at one end and endurance being at the other end and increasing in strength will have a huge carrier effect because say the amount of work your muscles can do either you're saying can I do a lot more work or can I do less work for a lot more time? Well, obviously strength will have that effect. And if you are doing proper training, right? Let's say you're not just worried about how much weight you can lift or half squats and things like that, but a proper ass to grass mo um, goblet squat with a reasonable weight. Let's say a quarter of your body weight. Well, that means your joint mobility is great. So a lot of good things are happening. Now strength training helps you with fat loss because, well, you put on some muscle. And I don't mean getting big and bulky, although that's possible. When you're stronger, you get to do more work. More work, well, is a useful component for fat loss. And it also means that there's a shift in your metabolism and your energy requirements and just how your body behaves. But it is not a magic answer. I think going too one-dimensional, especially for someone like you or me, is unnecessary. I think being a generalist has a huge advantage and for generalists, Strength as a foundation is crucial. Let's take running, my first love, so to speak. Running to the exclusion of everything else will lead to a lot of overuse injuries. It is a repetitive pattern. There is a whole lot of loading and impact that happens due to gravity. So 
it has issues. Now, the thing is, a runner, someone who's been running for a while, has stopped running exclusively for the sake of fitness or for the sake of fat loss. They're running because they love it. They're running because it's meditative. They are savoring life. Or they're part of a community. So, immersing ourselves in an activity many times goes well beyond that activity. I completely understand that and I think that's brilliant. But that doesn't mean it doesn't have limitations and I'll give you a few things to keep in mind a little later on. Strength work is a lot more extensible because you can lift heavy weights, you can lift light weights, you can lift medium weights, you can do ballistic work, you can do grinds, you can do, well, so many things. So there is infinity even though it seems like it's a very small box. But to discover that infinity requires a combination of time, patience, community, a good coach. And obviously, you can get injured doing strength training or doing anything. Well, you can chase numbers and arbitrary goals and lose your path. Or you can not see the whole picture and all that. Now the thing is, there's a positive feedback loop that happens even if your focus is something else. So let's take a martial art. Now to take more punches or to put more into your punch, can get stronger. Getting stronger means you'll be able to take a fall better. Means you'll be able to land a punch more times or your 80% effort in absolute terms is now higher. Why? Because you're stronger. Now you might not need to complement it with your strength training, but if you can, it's a great idea. Likewise with running. If you want to run longer or run faster, well, a bigger engine helps. If your glutes are stronger, if your core is tied better, all of this will have a positive feedback loop. So back to what I think my point is, strength training is the base of the puzzle, is the foundational element. Of all the available options, I think it is the best option. Again, as a foundation. After you get past the initial stages, which I've defined or I've tried to define a couple of times, you know, this is a bad level of fitness uh, or strength. Let's say goblet squatting 25 to 50% of your body weight for 10 reps and the equivalent for push and uh, hinge and all that. That might be enough. Or you might choose to get strong enough, which is a slightly bigger strength base. Now, once you get there, you can take a minimalist approach to strength training and focus on what you actually want to do. For example, 
two days of strength work, maybe even just half an hour each day, a day of yoga, couple of days of running or playing badminton, and then two days of just rest and recovery. Now that is rather well-rounded. I think the larger thing to keep in mind are to ensure that you know whatever activity you're into or lack of activity, you shouldn't be in pain. Your range of motion around the joints should be pretty good and not compromised. You should not be tight. Strength training take care, take care of not being weak. You should also not be tight. You should have a flexibility routine, something that I'm poor at and I've been working on. You need to sleep well, you need to eat well, you should be drinking enough water and your stress should be at bay. So it's not one thing at all, right? Physical fitness might be answered by one activity, but holistic, a word that I'm bit reluctant to use, I don't know why, but yeah, I think we need to think with a larger picture in mind. And for each of us, it might mean different things and a different combination of things. It might be some kettlebell work, some original strength, a cardio routine that I, en uh, that I like, some breathing and meditation practices. Now that's what I do. Plus, I like to have a few guidelines for my nutrition. I like to work on my stress by having a creative outlet and ensuring I don't neglect my friends or family too much. I also like to read and spend time by myself. So there's a whole host of things that I think is part of this wellness thing. But to me, strength is the base for both my physical and my mental health. But there was a time when I didn't have time to do too much or I didn't know so much. I mean, I still have no idea what I don't know, but it's a little more than say what I did 10 years ago. And if you're like me and you don't have the time, don't fret. It's okay. If you haven't figured out what you should be doing, well, my obvious vote is to start off with strength training. But let's say you're already doing one thing. Let's say yoga or running. And you don't have the bandwidth, mental or physical. Stop worrying about this. You're already doing a whole lot of things, right? Just keep going down your path. And as you immerse yourself, you will ask, questions and you will figure out answers. Keep in mind the bigger picture and keep in mind say some other things like pain, uh, stress and make sure they all pan out. So to summarize, strength work is great but then so is running or yoga or cycling or a whole lot of other activities. But I do think as the foundational element Strength work is the best.
it is also a great vehicle to immerse oneself in to be a lifelong student but then again so are all the other things that i mentioned shent work need not be done to the exclusion of everything else it is a universe by itself and you can immerse yourself but even there it needs to have slightly other components in there we can stretch the definition of strength work quite a bit and liberally to encompass a much broader base but for most of us strength work is just lifting weights and so just want to clarify that the last thing if you have the luxury of time and the mental bandwidth make holistic wellness a part of your thinking but if you don't that's okay you'll get there or you might not need to lift weights stay strong stay safe this is coach aa signing off see you next week